today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. This is the time of the show where we focus on businesses in the Hamilton area and how they've been coping with a COVID-19 experience. Let's bring in John Romano, owner of Nickelbrook Brewery, and is with us now. John, thanks for the time. Hope you're well. I'm good, Scott. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, how has, you know, we've we've heard that some of us might be eating more, although not in a restaurant. Some of us might be consuming more alcohol, although not in a pub. So how has business been for Nickelbrook Brewery? Well, it, it definitely was a shift. So, uh, you know, a year ago, um, when COVID hit, everybody was buying toilet paper, flour, and cases of beer. Hmm. And our sales actually surged, uh, you know, spiked up in retail dramatically uh, almost overnight but you got to appreciate like a lot of breweries you know a good chunk of our business goes to bars and restaurants so you know 25% of your business was gone and then you've got your tap room which was also a good little chunk of your business and and now that dries up and and all of a sudden you got people ordering online and you got to make sure your website's uh, you know all set up properly we were lucky enough that we had our e-commerce set up. It's not to the degree it is now, but we definitely still had a presence with e-commerce. So, you know, you now you've got reps that can't go calling on places. You don't want to lay anybody off, so now you're paying someone to deliver beer. Um, and then you've got events people running, you know, we call it our mm-hmm. fulfillment center, you know. those. So everybody, you sit down with everybody and go, if you want to work, there's work here, but it's not what you were probably hired to do and as long as you're prepared to do anything and everything we'll keep you employed and everybody said yes and we all have changed our jobs i thought i had to be at the brewery every day and i you know i start my mornings uh, on a computer at home and then i you know wander down to the brewery but we've managed our sales have maintained uh, but we've quickly had to you know do different things we started doing online beer tastings and we'd have like you know <laughs> bands playing online and just we've you know we've had to convert the way we do we do business and we've maintained our numbers the verdict's not out on you know how profitable we're going to be because all of a sudden corrugated's out the roof and you're paying someone twice as much to do deliveries that they you know they're they're salesmen making you know decent money and now you're paying them to make deliveries because they can't go into a store you got bars that you know are struggling and they, you know, buy a little bit of beer from you and they owe you a substantial amount from pre-COVID. And, mm. you know, you just, you know, I know you're open for business, but at the same time, you got to have some sympathy with them. So you slowly take what you can from them. So it's it's been very interesting, like definitely making decisions every day and you're changing them sometimes by the end of the day or the next day because, uh, you know, what's going on with, with everything with COVID. So it's been it's been an interesting ride. Let me tell you, this is stuff you read about, not you live through, right? Yeah, really. Um, as you said, uh, you know, obviously the hospitality industry, restaurants, bars, and such—a good chunk of, of of where consumption is. What do you think it's going to be like when we finally do get out of this? Do you think everybody's going to jump back? Uh, how how difficult will it be for you to just go from zero to a hundred and turn it all back on again? Although I'm sure it will be a very gradual opening, uh, yeah, but how difficult to get fine. back? It, we're, we're seeing that um, you know a, a little you know restaurants are a little gun shy to fire everything up because they've gone through this two three times. I was talking last time we went into lockdown. I 
you know, you know, everything got opened up before Christmas, and after Christmas, everything got locked down again. Yeah. People are restocking, you know, their freezers, their fridges, their 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 beer, their wine, and all of a sudden they shut down again. So I think it's going to be a gradual opening, and I we're also seeing that you know a lot of bars and restaurants are going to fire up all their draft taps. They're probably going to open up some of them and go to package, and because package is safer. And I think what's going to happen too, you know, there was a lot of talk about beer going into convenience stores and I'm not sure how quickly that's going to happen or if it's going to happen, but I, I see restaurants um, and bars being allowed to, you know, retail packaged product right. and, and be able to offer it, you know, with their takeout. So I think you're going to see, you know, more packaged products in, in licensees and in restaurants. Um, so I, we're yeah we're getting phone calls and we're people are you know can we get this and get that do you have a draft fridge you know do you have stock do you have umbrellas so people are talking to us but uh, it wasn't the same push last year when things opened up what after Canada Day mm-hmm. um, it was crazy like we had to like all guns loaded and running around like crazy delivering umbrellas and beer and orders and stuff and I'd be shocked if that was the same case this time around people are gonna take it slow uh, they've been beat up several times like this uh, even when things go back to normal i hate to say it there's a lot of bars and restaurants that it's going to take a long time for them to recover from this this is this is uh, very painful what's happening to them you talked about uh, a rush at the beginning of this way back when you know with the toilet paper and what have you do you think that was due to just the uncertainty of it all and people not knowing whether uh, you know, things would be open or closed. I remember one day, and this was way at the beginning of this, I think I'm standing in an LCBO, and all of a sudden, like, a whole pile of people started coming in the store. And and the guy that was behind the counter said he made something like, damn Facebook, because somebody had started a rumor that the beer store and the LCBO were going to be closed down. So then all of a sudden, this rush started for this afternoon into the LCBO, and, and you know, obviously, uh, they had to deal with it. Do you think it was the uncertainty at the beginning that, that caused the rush, whereas now we sort of oh, realize yeah. it's going to be Oh, yeah, we were getting phone calls from the you know, general consumers, hey, man, I love head stock. If you guys are going to run out, I'm going to come down right now and buy 10 cases. And I'm like, oh, no, we're fine. Don't worry. We're essential service. Oh, yeah, people didn't know what was going to happen, right? Yeah. And they were just stockpiling and stuff. It, it was it was very interesting. Yeah, we could not believe. Like, we were looking at our sales last April to this April, and there's definitely last April – they were way up last April. Things have neutralized a little bit. And I think what's happening, people working from home, so consumption's been great. Numbers have been, you know, have been decent. The, the 25% we lost, we gained most of it online and door drop and curbside and all that. But I've been seeing, the, like, April last year to this year, there's there's definitely a drop. People are, I think, they're going through burnout. Hey, I'm drinking too yeah. much. I'm eating too much. Okay, <laughs> yeah. been, you know, 5 o'clock and, you know, Instead of going to the pub or, you know, driving home for an hour and a half, they're opening up their fridge and they're grabbing a beer. And so they're having a, you know, an extra one or two beers a day or whatever. And, and I think it's finally catching up to people and people are getting tired of it. And they, they're noticing their gain weight and they're, they're feeling that they're not as healthy as they could be and should be. So definitely saw a change in the past 12 months. It's not, uh, the, it's not the same spring where, where, that we had last year. 
You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. It's interesting that you bring that up, John, because I remember at the beginning, most people thinking, ah, this isn't going to last for long. We can, you know, it's a nice little uh, change of pace and, you know, you can just eat and drink your way out of this. And yeah, after the year, you realize and a few pounds uh, that it's not working out that way. You talk well, about. Even pip- I did it. I gained 10 pounds. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> I lost a bunch of weight years ago, and I'm like, I can't do this again. I, I'm in a happy place, and all of a sudden you start paying attention. So I, I try to be good during the week and then, you know, leave my drinking to the weekend. But it easily catches up to you. Like, yeah. you open up your fridge and go, okay, I feel like a beer. You know, you, you, you punched out at 5, and at 5.01 you can be at your fridge. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you talked about pivoting and website and such. How much of what you've learned and what you've had to do will adjust your business when you do get back to whatever normal is? Is some of this going to stick? You talked about how the restaurants could now sell product, uh, alcohol off sales, we used to call it, um, out of the store uh, instead of going to uh, the liquor store or beer store and such. How much of this is going to stick after this is over? I'm, you know, I hate to say this, but I'm convinced that, you know, people are, there might be a bit of a surge, uh, you know, that people are, you know, there's going to be a group of us that are just going to be in party mode and they're going to get to their pub and their patios and, and their concerts or whatever and party and do that. And then there's going to other people are going to say, you know what, this ain't so bad. And like, I, I, we're accustomed now to doing takeout once a week and, and have a, you know, glass of beer or wine at home. And I think I'm going to continue to do that. Um, and so I think people, the way they normally used to do day to day or week to week or month to month is going to change a little bit and not for everybody. I think online is definitely going to be stronger than, you know, pre COVID. Um, I think our e-commerce again is going to be stronger than pre COVID. We're getting more and more companies saying, Hey, can we do, I saw we did a tasting. Can we do an online and people are at the comfort of their home. So they could do a beer tasting. Instead of coming to the brewery to do a beer tasting, we ship it out to them. Now they're in the comfort of their home. They don't have to worry about drinking and driving. So, yeah, yeah we have yeah. to change. We're constantly getting companies. Like every couple of weeks, we get a company approaching us about doing, you know, a, a tasting to some degree with maybe a cidery or a winery. And, and if we could, you know, what's the cost going to be and if we ship it out to them. And we've had like on, all kinds of companies from small corporations to big corporations to school boards. Like it's amazing what we've done online. Um, which have, even my son, where he works, uh, they did a, a, a cooking class and they booked a, a chef from Italy. Everybody wow. was in their kitchen wow. and had their computers open and they got a, a cooking class from a chef out of Italy. Like, how cool wow. is that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, Many people have said that. Differently. Yeah, many people have said that, John, that, um, you know, they've expanded their customer base to outside the normal locales or neighborhoods that they were in uh, yeah. as a result of that. It's amazing how it's worked. Like, we were talking to a customer had a problem with we sent third party. He was at Uxbridge, and he became a regular customer because he can just go online put an order in and within a few days it's delivered to his home. Yeah. But it's that it's crazy what it's done. Like corrugated's out the roof. Like I, we had to change suppliers at Christmas. We couldn't get a box that we usually get for one of our barrel aged beers. And it's because they didn't have the board. And it's like, I'm giving them heck. And they're like, John, everything's <clears throat> going in a box. Like it's bad. Yeah. Enough, you Look know, at the deliveries. 
Yeah, like Amazon is buying freaking half the corrugated in this world, for God's sakes, probably. Yeah. Like, it's a box in a box. So yeah, you people exactly. are going, oh, my. And then some stuff comes in two boxes. Like you open up a box and another box because it's yeah. fragile, and they put it in two boxes. I'm like going, oh, my God, my recycling bins have never been so full. Like even today I brought my stuff to the curb. I'm like, I don't remember having this much recycling. Yeah, good point. Man. I, I thought about yeah. that. Yeah, corrugated business would be doing well. That's for sure. Uh, John oh, Romano and, and with then us. you got the problem in Texas. It's crazy what happened there. People don't realize that anything that was processed petroleum, gas, paint, yeah. spirits, all came out of Texas. There's a shortage of paint, the resins, inks. Um, it's crazy. So never mind COVID. Then you had that ship that got blocked. So it's like one thing after another, people don't realize most paints and resins are the, 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 uh, are all made out of Texas. They have very lenient processing laws. And a lot of the paint companies and resin companies and spirit companies all set up down there. So there might Mm. be a subplant other parts like in Ontario and other, but their core base materials come out of Texas and the plants got shut down resin plants like their pipes were solid plastic plant like there's a shortage of of of, of plastic and paints and, and yep. stuff because of what happened in Texas with the the state freezing John Romano with his owner of Nickel Brook Brewery, another business that is uh, making do during a global uh, a global pandemic and, of course, uh, pivoting, uh, and some of it may stick uh, well after the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. John, thanks so. for the time. Good luck. Thank you. Take care. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.